Srimad Bhagavan class for this morning will be given by Isolina Sri Jayapataka Swami on Canto 1, Chapter 13, Text Number 15. Hare Krishna.
such a devotee is neither a sudra nor a brahmana. He is transcendental to such divisions of mundane society. Just as the personality of Godhead assumes his incarnation as a hog, but he is neither a hog nor a Brahma. He is above all mundane creatures. The Lord and his different authorized devotees sometimes have to play the role of many lower creatures to claim the conditioned souls. But both the Lord and his pure devotees are always in the transcendental position. When Yamaraj thus incarnated himself as Vidura, His post was officiated by Aryama, one of the many sons of Kasyapa and Aditi. The Adityas are sons of Aditi, and there are twelve Adityas. Aryama is one of the twelve Adityas, and therefore it was quite possible for him to take charge of the office of Yamaraj during his one hundred years' absence in the form of Vidura. The conclusion is that Madhura was never a Sudra, but was greater than the purest type of Brahmana. Thus hence the Bhaktivedanta Swami translation purport to the Srimad Bhagavatam 1st Canto 13th chapter 15th verse in the manner of Vidarastra quit home. Shivan Bhagavatam Gantaraja Ki So this is uh, a <coughs> very inspirational verse. In Krishna's pastimes there are many participants. Some of them are coming from the spiritual world, Golokrindavan, where they are eternally residing, but just to participate in the Lord's pastime, they come down to the material world. They may take birth in different uh, families, but obviously not conditioned souls, even though they may play the part of one Play that part as an actor. Then you also have celestial beings from higher planets within the material world, known as devas or demigods or the Christian semantics, they call them angels. We have different kinds of angels, material angels and spiritual angels. So what do you have? Just like in India, there's so many different names for every relation. We have different names for every level of angel. So the demigods are angelic people. So Yamaraj is such an angel demigod who came down. It's very interesting what Prabhupada says here. Normally, some of the devas get a chance to preach the glories of Krishna. But Yamaraj, he doesn't get vacation. Prabhupada uses the word, doesn't get vacation. Everybody working, many, how many of you are on vacation? How many are normally working and you took leave to come here? Okay, see? So like that, Yamaraj is uh, holding a very important post. He has to, he has to find a replacement when he goes. He has to get leave of absence. So he has to organize all those things. Saryama was his uh, replacement. 
So I said, for him, this is a great opportunity. Now he doesn't have to be judging all the people for their sins. He can just preach to liberate people. And especially he's focusing on his blind brother. But everybody's hearing the preaching. He's giving regular preaching for everyone. See, Yamaraj also likes to come down and preach. This, I was thinking that because that we know that when Lord Chaitanya was in the womb of his mother, many of the devas prayed and they wanted to participate. And in Krishna's pastime, many have prayed they wanted to participate in the Lord's pastimes. Actually, many celestial beings have incarnated in Lord Chaitanya's pastimes, according to Gorganadesha Deepika. You have Brihaspati, the guru of the devas, he came as Sarvabhoma Bhagacharya. You have Kalakanta Devi and Sukhanta Devi, the two Gandharva dancers, appeared in Chaitanya Leela. They were in Rachabhumi dancing, and then they came in that Chaitanya pastime as Ravananda Vasu and Satyaraja. It says that Damodar Pandit, he was combined hot-tempered Saibya Gopi of Rajalila as well as the goddess Saraswati. See, the Gopis, the lot of the female players in Rajalila they come as male players in Gorlila. The Damanar, he was very intelligent, very great pundit for deciding things. At the same time, he had a hot temper. Kuvair. King of the, the treasure of the demigods, king of the Guyakas. He appeared in Lord Chaitanya's pastimes as Kuvair Pandit, the father of Lord Advaita. Some people question how do they figure out who's who? So here it explains that formerly Kuvair was very dear to Lord Shiva. He was chanting the transcendental names dedicated to Lord Shiva. And Shiva asked him to ask for a benediction. He said, it's my desire to give you blessings, a gift, a boon. So Kuvera said, okay, my Lord, please become my son. So we requested Lord Shiva, master of the devas, best of the philanthropists, told Kuvair, during my next birth in the material world, I shall accept the position of being your son. So therefore, because Lord Advaita is Mahavishnu as well as Sadashiva combined, the Kuvair became the father of Advaita Acharya. Some things are written, different Puranas, Chaitanya Bhagavad, so those are all collected, different devotees studied the characters of the people and could analyze the, who they were like. Somehow they figured it out. Or if there were two opinions, they put both the opinions. Narayan was Shivas and Ram Pandit was Parvata Muni. Kasinath, Lokanath, Srinath, and Ramnath were the four Kumars, the cherub devas who always remained young. Chandrasekhar Acharya was the incarnation of Chandradev, the moon god. Like there's so many. So actually, Lord Chaitanya's womb was filled with celestial beings. And remember, once the Prabhupada said, 
the enhanced movement, enhanced society, so many persons have come, even from the celestial planets. So I don't expect any of you to own up to which planet you really come from. <laughs> but I'm sure that many of you hearing some of the pastimes and some of the revelations that are going on about Shri Prabhupada from these different devotees, you can understand that they're definitely not from this world. Their realizations and their experiences show that they are out of this world. Shafopad ki. Shafopad's parshans ki. So we have, like it goes on and on, and so many different uh, celestial beings who came down for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu last time. Of course, Dr. Haridas is Lord Brahma. But one person was conspicuous by his absence, and that was Yamaraj. Because he, he only got last yoga, he got vacation. This yoga, he didn't get vacation. He had to stay on the work. But it said sometimes he would sneak over and watch Lord Chaitanya. Apparently he has 14 assistants and then they can take care of him, but he can't, he has to stay on top of the whole thing. So when Jagai Madai, how many of you saw the drama of Jagai Madai? Probably heard about that story a few times. When Jagai Madai were delivered, so Yamaraj came to watch it. He was watching the, the Jagai Madai delivering. And then uh, he went back to Yamalok. And he asked Chitra Gupta, you know, I just saw these two Brahma Rakshas, these two Brahmana demons delivered by Lord Gauranga. Jagai how much karma did they have? And Chitra Gupta was head accountant for Yamaraj. He said, if we put 100,000 very expert writers, Kayasas, writing for one year, they couldn't finish. <laughs> so we pile up the accounts of how much sin they did, it will become a mountain. But somehow, Lord Chaitanya's mercy flooded even the mountain of Jagai Mahaprabhu's sins. Heard the holy name, Yamaraj got up and started to dance in ecstasy. 
Then Janevas mentions how merciful is Lord Govarga. He wipes away all the sins of the sinful people. And then everyone started to do a big kirtan there. Whoever the Devas weren't here with Lord Chaitanya up there, they were having a big kirtan. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Go, Hari! Go, Hari! 
Srudaya Temple is meant for the for a transcendental United Nations. What the United Nations has failed to achieve, that will be achieved here. But the process recommended by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Prativiti Achi Chatunagaradi Gram Sarvatra Purcharvayimimornam. So you have to come from all parts of the world and are living together in this temple. So you have come from all parts of the world who are living together in this temple. So train these small boys. I'm very glad, especially to see the small children from all other countries, Indians, Bengalis, all together, forgetting their bodily consciousness. That is the greatest achievement in this movement, that everyone forgets the bodily conception of life. Nobody thinks themselves here as European, American, Indian, Hindu, Muslim, Christian. They forget all these designations and simply they are ecstatic and chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. So kindly, what you have begun, do not break it. Continue it very jubilantly. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the master of Mayapur, he will be very much pleased upon you and ultimately you will go back to home, back to Godhead. Thank you very much. So all of you, by coming here to Mayapur, you're fulfilling Srila Prabhupada's desires. You're also pleasing the previous Acharyas. That was Prabhupada's advice to us that the secret of success is to please the previous Acharyas. So our previous Acharyas wanted us to develop Mayapur, to do Mayapur Mahadev Parikrama, to publish books, distribute books, to preach Namhat, and like this, that everybody in the world can also come and serve Mayapur now. And get the blessings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. These kind of desires were very dear to our previous Acharyas. Today is the disappearance day of Jagannath Das Babaji. He was a great Mahabhagavad, he was known in Vrindavan as a Siddha, as a liberated soul, perfected soul. Sometimes he would take the vow and for three days and night without stopping he would just chant his rounds and chant a huge number of rounds. At the end of three days and nights of non-stop chanting, loudly in ecstasy, then he would break his fast with a little yogurt and flat rice. You know, it's hard to stay awake. Even in the morning job position for some. So he was uh, like this in so many pastimes. I'm not able to say all the pastimes, but if you come with us on Prakram, we visit his Samadhi temple in Mahudvi. And there you'll hear many of his pastimes. One thing is that there in the back of the Samadhi temple by the Buddhiganga of the old Ganges, there's uh, the Ganges shifts many times her flow. When we think to find the earth uh, levels for our temple, we found that even the Ganges was flowing here. And then some there, there moves back and she moves back and forth. So he, she was going into the Navadip town at some point. And so there's still an old riverbed there with water in it. So Jagannath Babaji, he was chanting there his rounds. He decided to come from Vrindavan to Jagannath to uh, Mayapur, probably. 
you accept and preach, you become Guru. Sapopati. So we have many preachers here, many Prabhupada, direct disciples, many Prabhupada followers, Siksha disciples, grand disciples. Especially for our senior devotees, sometimes we find that we get so many new devotees who are taking up so much responsibility in preaching. And we need uh, to encourage all our devotees, even many people may be in their temples, but then they get, they take Rihasta Ashram, they go into their home province, it doesn't matter, be a guru in your home. We divided, we, uh, as the congregation minister, we, we are always trying to create better systems of congregational preaching, promote. We have our Namahata, the generic kind of all kinds of house programs, regular programs that Bhakti Vinod Thakur and Marty Chinanda started. You don't know all the different kinds of meeting, but in one place Lord Chaitanya said, by ten of you get together, clap your hands, chant in your doorsteps. So that inspired us for the Bhakti Riksha program, small groups, where one doesn't have to be very qualified. They can be a facilitator and facilitate the meetings. But now we have from the Chopati, they have started the counselor groups where people are more senior devotees who are counselors for the younger devotees. So different kinds of programs. But almost anyone, like Churi Prabhu from uh, Laguna Beach, he's got uh, some Bhakti Viksha groups, different Prabhupada, uh, one lady disciples here, she told me she has a Namhata on her own. And everybody, even uh, if you're not living in a temple anymore, if you can have some kind of a Namhat program or house program from your home, be a guru for you know, at least the people that you're in uh, association with. I think this will double our movement every year very quickly and keep everybody in the fire. One doesn't have, you see here in Mayapur, we have so many Ramacharis, but a certain percentage of them get married. It's natural, right? Not so many as maybe other places, but a certain percentage get married. When they go home, we insist they have to, if they go home, if they don't stay serving here, insist they have to be part of the Namhat. So they go home and, uh, and they spread even 25 Namhat groups in a few years. So somehow we can have a system. Some of our devotees uh, were in the temple, now maybe they're in the home unit. That they should also be preaching. Everybody should keep on preaching. This is a preaching movement. That's all we're meant for. Whether we're in the house or whether we're in the ashram, preach, preach, preach. Whether distributing books or following up after the book distribution and cultivating the people who got the books, training them, Prabhupada said, we distribute so many books, we need to train the people so they become devotees. So all of you senior devotees that are here, you all have so much knowledge, we're all listening to the nectar, you have got it. Give it! Just like Lord Chaitanya, they gave the mercy, don't keep it to yourself. We're so grateful you're here giving it to us. And we want you to keep on giving it to whoever you meet. Jari Dago, Jari Everyone you meet, just keep on telling them how wonderful Prabhupada is. How wonderful Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy is. That's the only qualification. Even if we're lower than a sutra or lower than a lunch or whatever, but if we can repeat whatever we heard from Prabhupada and Krishna, that is our qualification. Our only qualification. We don't need any other qualification. And Prabhupada, I mean, he was, I was reading from, he was preaching so heavy. It's amazing some of the things he says. 
The visible effect of this chanting is that the members of the Hare Krishna movement, regardless of their backgrounds, all give up the four principles of sinful life and come to an elevated standard of devotion. Although past posing as great scholars, ascetics, householders, and swamis, the so-called followers of the Hindu religion are all useless. Dried up branches of the Vedic religion. They are important. They cannot do anything to spread the Vedic culture for the benefit of human society. The essence of the Vedic culture is the message of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Lord Chaitanya instructed, Chare Dako Tade Ko Kishto Upadesh, Amaragi Guru Hoya Tango Hedesh. So Prabhupada, he doesn't want us to become dried up twigs either. We have to keep on telling whatever. Even I'm not qualified, I'm not able, but I have to tell you, I learned something from the greatest spiritual master that was here in the modern era. His divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Prabhupada Ki! I want to tell you that. Even though, even though I'm not able to follow fully why, whatever I'm able to follow, to whatever extent I've understood, it is the most amazing thing. It is the most wonderful message. Prabhupada also said, Chari Lila, one should simply instruct everyone he meets regarding the principles of Krishna Bhakta as expressed in Bhagavad Gita as it is in Srimad Bhagavatam. One who has no interest in Krishna Kata or the movement of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is like dry useless wood with no living force. The Iskar branch being directly watered by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is becoming undoubtedly successful. Whereas the disconnected branches of the so-called Hindu religion that are envious of Iskar are drying up and dying. Adilila 1274. We can revitalize, revitalize the Hindu religion by just getting all the Hindus to also glorify Krishna. That's the secret. Anybody, whatever religion they're from, whatever, if they glorify the Supreme Personality of God, head, if they do Krishna Kirtan, then they will get the mercy. I wanted to say how my very dear God brother, Tamal Krishna Goswami. He was always glorifying Krishna in so many different ways. Whether it was the here in uh, in Mayapur, or whether it was in uh, Radha Damodar party, or whether it was in China or Philippines or Dallas or wherever, he was always thinking of ways. Sometimes, you know, you have different ideas, some worked out really good, some didn't, but that's what happens in preaching, you try different things. But he was uh, always innovating, always thinking of new ways, how to spread Krishna consciousness. He was the first one to come up with the idea, I think, I may be wrong, I don't know who's first or second, but anyway, he was one of the first, if not the first, to come up with the idea of creating a temple community building, buying the whole city block around the, the Dallas temple and putting rehastas there. Now we have a few communities where devotees having houses around the temple in uh, Alachua, in, uh, in Nusalabon, and I haven't been to Gidenaki for a few months, I don't know, but maybe there too, I don't know, where else? It's like, we heard in Saranagati, uh, in Canada, different places, and move over that. But he, he had that vision first, I think, at least one of the first, anyway, to put it into practice. So he was such a, we really need also all his followers and all those of our, his brothers and sisters and followers. We should all be inspired by his uh, determination to preach. And for us, for me, it was a personally great loss. And for all of us, that we were expecting him to do a lot more preaching now that he, uh, he had got his PhD. <coughs> but at least uh, to the very, uh, the last thing he did was 
really forget us all to do a lot of kirtans. Now, following his footsteps, uh, some senior devotees, Bhaktivedanta uh, Govinda Maharaj, Shira Maharaj, and others, they're doing kirtan every evening so we can get some of that nectar. To go deeper and deeper into that chanting of the holy names. All of our acharyas, you know, I mean, they were so much merciful, so merciful. Also, today is the disappearance day of Rasikananda. Rasikananda was a disciple of Shabananda Pandit, but he was authorized to initiate in the presence of his guru. Sometimes, it happens the Guru sees the disciple is a very dynamic creature. Many people are attracted. Generally, the, the disciple brings to the Guru, Prabhupada said in many cases, but sometimes the Guru may, in special cases, think that preaching will be more benefited if the disciple also accepts disciples. So Rasikananda was such a dynamic creature. He was also one of these personalities from the higher level. So he was also a perfected soul. There's an interesting pastime they tell in Ramuna, where his ashram was. And there was a yogi, some tantric yogi, who had learned how to fly on the back of a branch. This would cut down a lot the cost of the bodies coming here if you do this. This wouldn't bring much luggage with them though. But, uh, Anyway, I'm not promoting that we have to learn that, but uh, if you see anybody flying in on a branch, we'll know. So the villagers all came over to tell Rasikananda, Gurudev, Gurudev, you should see, there's a yogi in the village, he's flying. He's on a branch, he's flying. That time was early in the morning and Rasikananda was brushing his teeth with a bean twig. You know how, I don't know if you have a problem with a lot of mean twigs to brush his teeth. You get a mean twig about this big, you chew and chew on the end. The juice is very bitter and very good for your whole tray and everything, the digestion and the motions and whatnot. And we don't do graphic here. But anyway, <laughs> then you brush your teeth with that brush at the end of the twig. He said, that's not important. This thing's not important. Another group came, Guru Dev, see the guy's flying. He's flying all around the village on a branch. It's totally it's not important. Then a third group came, you know, this time, Guru Dev, he's flying. I never saw a man fly, he's flying. So they rushed and said, I told you it's not important. It was important, I would have told you about it. He took his twig out from his mouth, put it under his leg, and he started flying around the ashram. <laughs>
So he was just there, seeing Krishna's pastimes. He was there, getting the entire you know, association of his great devotees, and he was there, getting them seeing Krishna, and he was able to also preach the message of Krishna. So Lord Chaitanya's pastimes are still going on. Lord Chaitanya predicted that his message would spread to every town and village of the world. So there's a few towns and villages left, I think. So this is part of his pastime. That then after it was all predicted by Lord Nityananda that after 500 years, someone would come, spread the movement around the world. The movement would again spread everywhere. It would come back to Mayapur Dam. The Bengalis, the foreigners would all chant together. Bhaktivinoda Thakur, other great visionaries, they saw that these things are going to happen. This is an extended part of Lord Chaitanya's pastime. Don't miss out on it. How do you link it? Jari Dako Tariko Vishnu Pradesh Amaraki Guru Vaya Tarai Desh. Just get into the preaching. If you've been off the preaching for a while, well, just polish up that sword. <laughs> get it out there, the dipping of the sword that cuts all the hair, and just start telling, start with your child, with your friend, your neighbor, your work, whoever it is. Whatever, whatever you get a chance. But sometimes you gotta be a little careful. I heard one person lost a job because he was preaching to the work colleagues and the boss didn't like it. So it's, this is Kali Yuga. You can't even tell people it's during coffee break, you would you know during lunch break, you'd have a little class. They said this was not allowed. So what you can't win for losing, right? It's, it's you're doing something at lunch break to benefit people. It's not hurting anybody, but you know, some places it's like that. He got another job, better job, and now he's going on. But uh, you got to be careful, depending, but we look for the opportunities and preach. That's what we're all here to do. That's the great examples of all these uh, celestial beings who came to this world to join Lord Chaitanya's pastimes, who all came down to preach. The spiritual beings who came down from the spiritual world, they came here and preached. And we get a chance. You know, Lord Chaitanya's movement is still here. All we have to do is get into the learning, read the Bhagavad Gita, read the Srimad Bhagavatam, repeat it without changing it. Hear Prabhupada's instructions. Get the Divyagana and then pass it on. That's what it is to be a guru. Prabhupada's not very difficult. It's like a postage, uh, postal peon. What they call peons here in India. Postal delivery man. <laughs> but they really call them peons. <laughs> anyway, in the West they wouldn't want to be called a peon, but here they don't mind it. No, I'm a peon. <laughs> postal delivery man. You deliver the, the postal, post it, but you don't change the message, just as it is. So that's what Prabhupada meant by as it is. He's giving the message as pure as he can. Receiving it from the previous acharyas. Whatever he has written, it's a it's a, it's, a, it's what he got from the great acharyas and gave. He's not saying I write something original, this is my original tika, it's my original commentary. No. This is what different acharyas, Madhva Acharya, Viswanath Shakavarti Thakur, uh, Sridhar Swami, Bhakti uh, Vinod Thakur, Bhakti Siddhanta Saritakur, so many different there's a, there's a version, you know, seven different acharyas who wrote commentaries in the Bhagavatam and Bhagavad Gita. So those were the things that Prabhupada included and made it more relevant for the modern people with modern examples. And that's what Bhagavad Gita as it is, is. Presenting it as it was presented by the great acharyas, not giving his own opinion, uh, different from the acharyas. That's all we have to do. Follow and Prabhupada's footsteps to whatever extent we can. And if there's something we don't know, we can always tell the magic words. I don't know. <laughs> Won't get in trouble. I'll look it up, I read it, I'll come back to you. So thank you again. I want to just take this opportunity to thank everybody for coming here for this uh, 100.
Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.